Welcome to the audio podcast of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, the show where you can talk face-to-face with your favorite MLB players and personalities. Welcome back inside the Edward Jones Chatting Cage on the Cinco de Mayo. Our guest today, the major league leader in outfield assists with six so far on the season. He is none other than Adam Eaton of the Chicago White Sox, the team's leadoff hitter. Adam, we thank you for joining us uh, on this Thursday. And Adam, you're in your fifth big league season, yet to taste the postseason in your career. But I got to think you like the odds of that streak ending on this excellent 2016 White Sox team. Uh, no, definitely. Uh, you know, we got a good club over here that um, is more experienced than it has in past years and, uh, you know, has a good understanding how to win ball games, uh, you know, day in and day out, uh, you know, with, with the game. And the season being such a grind, uh, those guys we're going to lean on definitely June, July, and August when, uh, you know, the tough gets going. So, uh, but, uh, you know, like I said, we have a lot of confidence over here and we got to, you know, continue to play the game hard. White Sox with a chance for their 20th victory tonight as they face the Red Sox. And fans, don't forget, you have two ways to get involved with the Edward Jones chatting cage. If you want to go one-on-one via the webcam, do so by clicking on the get in line button. Or if you're camera shy, that's okay too. You can do so uh, via Twitter. Submit your question by using the hashtag chatting cage. Adam, we're going to start on Twitter right now. And uh, from the screen name, the ocean is calling a good question here. What are the keys to laying down a great bunt? Um... Well, I had a great teacher, first and foremost, um, uh, Brett Butler. When I was with Arizona, he was my AAA manager. And, uh, you know, before I was in AAA, I met him. And uh, laying down a good bunt, first and foremost, you have to be comfortable. Um, it's uh, it's one of the hardest, easiest things to do in baseball. You know, the sack bunt, uh, you know, laying down a bunt for a base hit. Um, but uh, I would say the, the key is realistically just the softness of the bunt, uh, you know, for me, it really doesn't matter where I put it. If I put it close to the line or right back to the pitcher, um, it, it's the distance that comes off my bat. So how do you, how do, you do that? The, the first way is, um, you know, put half the baseball on the end of the bat, half the baseball off the end of the bat. That's how realistically how you deaden it. Um, you you know, you want to um, – it takes a lot of practice and a lot of time, but uh, like I said, um, you want to work in the backyard or you want to, uh, you know, work off uh, a coach or during BP or early on. Um, you know, like I said, always try to put half the baseball on the end of the bat and half the baseball off, and, and uh, you'll be amazed of how uh, how easily deadened the ball gets. And uh, like I said, if you can you can put it where you want it, uh, it doesn't matter where they're playing you. Trust me. Uh, one of the, the first thing that uh, Brett Butler did was took me out to third base and just see how far it is away um, from home plate. And, uh, you know, if you have any type of, of speed or, or can run a little bit, um, you know, they first and foremost have to field it. They have to throw it, and then the first baseman has to catch it. So, um, you know, getting it down uh, in, a, in a good area is always good. And like I said, it uh, gives you a good chance to get a base hit or at least, uh, you know, get some action in the game. Yeah, it, it looked simple when you're a fan watching on TV, but it's a skill that not many major leaguers have, but you obviously do. So a good question to get things started off right here on the chatting cage. And, uh, Adam, back to Twitter we go. I kind of chuckle when I uh, heard this question. I think you will, too. From 476-Troy1, they want to know, Adam, are you happy you do not have to face this White Sox pitching staff this year? <laughs> uh, it's, it's a great, uh, great question. I, I've said it many times in interviews. Uh, yes, absolutely. Some really good lefties, you know, Quintana, um, so, Sale, and Rodon. Um, yeah, 
as a lefty lefty guy um i don't mind lefties too much but when you got uh you know butts and elbows and and 90 plus uh with really good breaking stuff and they can place it wherever they want to that can't, that can't be any fun for opposing hitters you know uh chris sale um i hate throw mark trumbo underneath the bus but hit him with a breaking ball and struck him out uh, you know as a righty um it's just uh, it's it's wicked stuff. So like I said, I'm I'm glad that uh, I'm in the outfield, um, and uh, you know hitting flare or excuse me catching flares when uh, you know guys happen to get a, a piece of the ball. But uh, like I said, I'm happy to be on their team for sure. Yeah, as the saying goes, it's nice to have those guys on your side. That is uh, for sure. Uh, Adam, right now we go to the MLB Fans app, and a lot of questions here, and a good one from TWSWBC one nine four eight. Do you have a pre or post game routine? Um, you know what? Not really. Um, I am a definitely a creature of habit and, uh, uh, it's not, I guess it's not consistent, you know, but when we're playing well, I definitely will do the same thing over and over again. But, you know, as soon as a loss or two comes, it, it gets changed up and, uh, you know, I, I get to basically do whatever I want, but, um, you know, if, like I said, we've been playing pretty well, so I try to get dressed at the same time. I try to, you know, hit before the game at the same time to get warmed up. Try to do the kind of the same stretching uh, routine. But like I mentioned, uh, you know, if, if things go haywire, uh, it gets mixed up and, uh, you know, changes up. Yeah, if it ain't broke, uh, don't fix it. And uh, so far, so good. You have the best record <laughs> in the American League so far in uh, 2016. Right now, we have our first fan ready to step inside the Edward Jones chatting cage. So, fan... <laughs> Uh, if you could state your name, your location, and your question for White Sox outfielder Adam Eaton. I'm Matthew from New Jersey. I want to know what was it like to start and be a part of a triple play? Really? <laughs> That's a great question, man. Uh, um, like I mentioned in the interview after the game, it was besides, you know, Married my wife and my, my firstborn child is probably the most exciting thing that I've ever been a part of. Um, <laughs> It was uh, it was tremendous, uh, and the and the way we did it was even uh, I guess more exciting and more memorable. You know, it's the uh, first time in Major League history that's um, a triple play has ever been uh, executed quite like that. And uh, for me to be able to start that, and um, I guess not really write your name in the record books, but definitely uh, you know be able to look back on that hopefully in 30, 40 years and say you know that was one of the coolest coolest days of my life uh it was it was pretty significant and and uh you know hopefully we can do it again sometime maybe not in quite that form but uh, maybe a little simpler but uh definitely something i'll always remember yeah adam trying to score that thing made my head hurt but it was a lot of fun to watch uh, that's for sure and i'm sure for you to execute <laughs> no doubt uh adam right now back to the webcam another fan steps inside the chatting cage state your name where you're from and your question for adam eaton i'm aiden from st louis and do you have any batting tips? I've been struggling lately. Uh, I don't know. You, you got any for me? I, I'm, I'm struggling too. <laughs> but, uh, um, uh, you know what? Uh, for me, when I'm struggling or I'm having a difficult time, first and foremost, you got to see the pitch. You have to identify the pitch. Um, you can be all mechanical. You can, uh, you know, start on time. You can have good timing. But if your head's moving up and down or you're not identifying the pitch, you're not going to be able to hit it. Uh, you can have the most beautiful swing at 5 o'clock, um, like most of us will say, you know, a good 5 o'clock hitter. You can have the most beautiful swing during B 
BP. Um, but realistically, identifying and seeing the baseball is so underrated in this game, um, picking up it out of the window. So for me, if, if you're struggling, just go back to the basics and make sure that you're seeing the ball properly and seeing it right out of the hand. Um, like I said, if you can't see it, you can't hit it. So um, make sure you're not moving your head, stay steady, and uh, you know, swing hard just in case. And, of course, baseball is a game that will uh, humble you uh, pretty quickly, as it does for every major leaguer, that's for sure. Uh, Adam, right now we go back to Twitter uh, from Howard Bixby. He's got a great question. He goes, what is the atmosphere like in Chicago right now with both the White Sox and the Cubs playing so well? Well, it's, it's a lot of fun, first and foremost, just to play in Chicago in general. But, uh, you know, to, to have two successful teams uh, as of right now, it's – it definitely a buzz, uh, you know, about it. Uh, you know, when we come back from on the road and, uh, you know, playing so well, the media is here, and uh, that's one of the first questions they've always asked everybody is just how, how uh, the city has is, is really came alive and, and has, uh, even though the weather isn't all that great right now, but, uh, you know, they definitely came alive and has a buzz about it, uh, you know, on the north side and the south side. So, and, uh, you know, hearing from fans, uh, you know, via Twitter, Instagram, they're excited as well. Um, you know, uh, there's definitely heated rivalry between both of us, but I think uh, the city and its fans uh, alike uh, are better off when both teams are, are uh, you know, being successful. And, Adam, I know that uh, fans, by and large, are dying for a 2016 World Series matchup between the Northsiders and the Southsiders, <laughs> and uh, you never know. It would be an epic thing for baseball. We'll see how the next few months pan out for sure. Adam, right now it is time for the EDJ question of the day, and uh, you touched on this briefly before, but to elaborate a little bit, the question is, what's it like being a brand-new dad? Oh, man, it, it, uh, it's a thrill. Um, you, you think, uh, as a, I'm 27 years old, and I, I thought that I've experienced a lot of different emotions, uh, you know, through the game of baseball, you know, uh, getting married, uh, you know, going to college, all that. Um, but there's, there's nothing quite like holding um, something that you've created and something that you have to take home and uh, hopefully – model them into you know a, a very good citizen so uh, you know, like I said the emotion of of having the child uh, be, becoming closer to my wife and then throughout the experience it's it's been truly remarkable and uh, I'm sure the emotions uh, aren't going to stop there with uh, some of his firsts that hopefully will arrive here within months so um, it's been uh, it's been fun I haven't had a lot of sleep but uh, it's all worth it I was just going to ask you about the sleep thing. I've got a 15-month-old, and uh, you know what? I'll sleep when he goes to college. So, uh, Adam, we have another fan uh, ready to step inside the chatting cage. So, fan, state your name, your location, and your question for White Sox outfielder Adam Eaton. Hi, I'm Christopher Fernanda from New Fairfield, Connecticut. I hear you like fishing. What is the best fish you ever caught? Man, well, it's tough to say the best fish that I've ever caught because, uh, you know, I've, I've always been a freshwater fisherman my whole life. Um, growing up in Ohio, there's all there's actually no um, natural lakes, so it's all been man-made lakes. So the bass and, and bluegill um, are always fun to catch. Uh, but I've also, you know, fished saltwater fishing, you know, fishing for reds and, and uh, red snapper and, um, you know, snook, all those type of fish. Um, but... Uh, you know, realistically, just going out on the lake with any any friend, you know, most of uh, the close friends that I have back in Ohio and Michigan, um, as well as in Arizona, um, you know, those times with the, the buddies, whether we catch it or not, uh, you know, are memorable. And uh, for me to be able to go out on a boat and just relax and, and you know, enjoy some country music and the, and the sun shining is, is special for me. 
Yeah, not a bad way to spend a summer's day, that's for sure. Uh, Adam, right now, back to the MLB fans app, and a good one here from Rosano. Uh, he wants to know, uh, how did you transition from going from center field to right field, and what did you do to improve your skill set in making that transition? Um, you know, it's uh, it was definitely a challenge, but, uh, you know, a lot of hard work with uh, our outfield um, uh, Debo, uh, Daryl Boston, he's been a tremendous help to me, and, and as well as Austin Jackson. You know, Austin coming in as a, a uh, uh, really, really good center fielder that has a long track uh, of uh, success there. Um, when I moved over, he helped me out a lot just with, uh, you know, communication and, uh, you know, allowing me to be myself over there and, and uh, um, you know, putting me in a good position to be successful. Uh, but, uh, you know, when you make a transition between center field where you have to worry about two gaps, you have to worry about your left field and your right fielder, you have to really know the scouting report and, and certain counts and certain hitters and understand, um, you know, the ground that needs to be covered. Uh, you know, moving to right field has been a little bit easier just because you don't have to worry about as much ground. Uh, you do have to worry about an extra wall, which has been big, but, uh, you know, the throws are a little bit easier. I don't have to worry about a mound anymore, and uh, they're a little bit shorter. So, um, you know, a combination of all those uh, have, have really helped me uh, to be successful early on. But at the same time, um, you know, kind of a lesson for all, all you uh, younger viewers out there is anybody can do it for a month. Uh, the longevity and the consistency that, uh, you know, big leaguers have to, to bring every day um, is key. So uh, I would love to answer this question, you know, in September, hopefully uh, in the running for a gold glove, and that's kind of my goal. Um, so like I said, anybody can do it for a month, anybody can do it for a week, but you got to continue to stay focused and uh, be consistent. Great advice for all ball players out there. Uh, Adam, a lot of fans are dying to talk to you today. We have yet another on the webcam ready to go. Step inside the cage fan. State your name, your location, and your question, please. Hi, I'm Noah. I'm from Chicago. I'm a big White Sox fan. It's an honor to be talking to you. Uh, I was just wondering <laughs> what do you think it takes uh, to get some more respect, not only around like Chicago, but around really the entire nation amongst MLB fans, because you're definitely one of the more underrated teams. Well, I appreciate that first and foremost, and it's an honor to talk to you know talk to you guys. So I appreciate that. Um, you know what? It's it's is difficult. Um, just as a team, uh, you know, the North Side definitely gets a lot of a lot of views and a lot of um, different fans. Uh, you know, I I wouldn't trade our fans for the world. Uh, very very passionate, very hardcore. You know, uh, last night uh, it was 40 some degrees, but with the wind chill, it was in the low 30s, and and we had guys out here, you know, screaming and, and cheering us on, and and that's the fan I want. Uh, you know, I want the fan that's going to be here, rain or shine, uh, win or loss, and and be to be passionate. Um, you know, on a on a national scale, it's it's a little more difficult because you know the New Yorks and the and the LAs, uh, you know, they get a, they get a lot of. Um, you know they get a lot of limelight, and that's and that's fine for us. We like to you know be under the radar. We like to be a little sneaky, a little um, you know afterthought, and and we're all right with that. We're you know, well, you know we're the uh, south side of Chicago. We we don't mind that at all. So um, we'll keep doing what we're doing and keep winning. And if they take notice, that's great. And if they not, if they don't, you know we'll uh, we'll love the guys that we have and the fans that we have, and, and moving forward and hopefully win uh, a couple championships. Yeah, as you alluded to, uh, the weather causing uh, a lot of uh, the testing of loyalties for certain fans. But like you said, they're out there, uh, <laughs> rain or shine, win or lose. And uh, that'll continue, we think, uh, for what has been a successful White Sox season, at least thus far. And uh, Adam, another fan ready to go. So fans, step inside the cage and state your question for Adam Eaton. Hi. Um, what's your favorite ballpark to play at? 
It's a good question. I get that question a lot from family and friends. I'm glad you asked that. Uh, for me, um, well, there's two there's two two ballparks that come to mind. First and foremost, um, I love Arlington. I love uh, the hotel that we stay at. I love the clubhouse because they always have popcorn. <laughs> for some reason, I love popcorn, and, and they have really good food before and after the game, um, and you have plenty of space. And plus, I always like going down there because I, I like to shop for cowboy boots, and I can always get a, uh, you know, a cowboy hat or cowboy boots and feel like I'm a cowboy for a week when I'm down there. And the weather's always really nice as well. The, the ballpark's beautiful. Um, if, if you've never been there before, it's completely enclosed. And uh, usually I have very, very passionate fans, and uh, it's just a fun place to play in. And then uh, the second one comes to mind is Fenway, just because I, I love to go the other way with the baseball. Uh, you know, as a left-handed hitter, and the green monster kind of plays into that. Um, on the same token, you know, if I hit one down the line, I have Pesky's pole. Uh, you know, being a smaller guy, I need all the, the help I can get, you know, getting the ball out of the ballpark. And then, you know, right center, um, you know, if you hit there, that's that's triples alley, if not inside the park home run, it seems like. So um, I think uh, that field really plays into my game, and I, I enjoy going there and playing. Yeah, the green monster in left field is uh, quite the tentress indeed at uh, Fenway Park. Uh, Adam, we're going to wrap things up with one final question. From our Twitter fans, this one, uh, Chandler underscore Bruton, and a good one here. He asks, uh, Adam, if you could not play baseball, what other sport would you try? Man, uh, well, I think if you would ask me that maybe, I don't know, six months ago to a year, I would probably say, I don't know. I don't even know. Maybe Major League Fishing. <laughs> but uh, but since then, I've really tried to get into golf. I love um I love the challenge of golf. I I never I never really played uh, before baseball just because you know I was always playing baseball during the summer um, and I've always heard that it messes up your swing. Um, but uh, you know my wife really has gotten into it and I've been golfing a lot with her and uh, I've really enjoyed it. You know just getting out and uh, you know being competitive uh, in other sports. So it's it's been fun and and uh, you know I I think it would be cool to you know go on tour with those guys. Those guys are really good. I don't, I'm not even 30 strokes from those guys, but uh, you know maybe if I work out a little bit I can uh, maybe you know not be such a slouch you know just uh, at least be able to go out and play with them got to shoot for the stars of course uh, Adam that's going to wrap things up a great <laughs> job as always and uh, continued success to you and the White Sox this season and maybe uh, we'll see you uh, come October uh, for the White Sox to see how things go uh, Adam thank you so much once again Thank you guys for having me. All right, that is Adam Eaton of the Chicago White Sox, and that's going to do it for this installment of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. Be sure to join us again right here live next time on MLB.com.